son, well, I have a tale to tell. Hello friends, welcome back to Destructed Discourse Origins. This is a Dragon Ball Rewatch podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason, and joining me on the Discourse this week are Melissa. Even if I died, I would still never forget what people owe me. And Theo. Financed with danger. (laughs) And Tyler. This guy is nuts. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And yes. And joining us for the first time in a hen's age, it's our good friend, Gordy. There will be five wet fighters before I leave the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh my. I I didn't know this was that kind of podcast. (laughs) I didn't know this was that kind of it. I mean, I kind of knew this was that kind of anime. That's the memo that that I got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We are uh, happily joined um, by... Our good friend from from long ago in the distant Destructo. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome to the bucket. Welcome yeah. to the bucket. <laughs> the bucket. Okay. Yeah, it's the boy from the future. We so we do need to establish a bit of in, internal canon, where <laughs> okay. um yeah catch so, me. So <clears throat> long story short, um so Dragon Ball is a product of a certain time. And a certain sense of humor that yeah. <laughs> may not pass editorial mustard in today's um, age. Polite so, society. In our polite mm-hmm. society. Um, and so we have introduced a bucket. It's over there in the corner. And when something uh, gross, problematic, or a very 80s anime moment happens, we just go, oh, well, that goes in the bucket. And we acknowledge it, and we move on. So that would be ter- perhaps related to my first note for episode 71, which just says, surely not. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bucket appropriate. That's, that sounds, yeah. okay, so there is a bucket. Oh yeah, there's there's going to be some bucketry this this episode. You, you, <laughs> oh, you picked sure a, is. The, you picked the bucket a, is back in fashion. It is, you're going to... It's gonna. It, it is wet. We'll say it is wet and it is slosher. Baba brought her own bucket and she charges five dollars to use it. This is not <laughs> my first time on the the Dragon Ball circuit. <laughs> this ain't my first Dragon Ball rodeo. Oh, also, surely not would be a great dragon. I was just <laughs> thinking that. Thank you. <laughs> surely not. She works on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um. But before we get into it, I do have a question for all of you. And man, I wish Matt was here for this one. <laughs> so, in this in this arc, in this little mini arc that we have here, um, we are in the Fortune Teller Baba Saga, which is a great phrase to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Baba Saga. I love Baba Saga <laughs> with like a side of lentils. Delicious. Um, with um, She's the lady uh, with the chicken house, right? 
Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Baba. Oh, I was thinking that could be the cool like adventure game sequel to Baba and Zero. <laughs> Ooh, Baba Saga. Ah. Okay, Baba Saga. Yeah. Um, Baba sends out as her fighters some some spooky, eepy, creepy monsters, some some yokais of sorts. The dark universe. Yeah. <laughs> Not the dark universe. <laughs> Lest we forget. Mm-hmm. And my question to y'all is, if you were perhaps had a monstrous persona, or monster-sona, um, oh. in which to enter a fighting tournament, or just do whatever, what would it be? Tell me tell me about your inner um, ooky-spooky uh, creature of the night. Who's our um, Darkstalkers just... OC? <laughs> I was thinking about Darkstalkers. You can't just jump this on me. I spent all weekend trying to think of a first one. <laughs> now I gotta think of this. Okay, well, Theo, hear me out. Combine the two. Werewolf. A quaka is not scary, though. But what if a it wh- was were? What about a were- what about a quaka? <laughs> Couldn't be scary. I just transform and smile at you at the full. <laughs> <laughs> I might. F- I would find that uh, off-putting. Maybe. At least. <laughs> yeah, it mm-hmm. depends on the context. Mm-hmm. Well, there, that's it then. A werequaka? Yep. You know, I this I had this question in my back pocket for weeks and I didn't even come up with an answer in my <laughs> head. So, um, you know, jokes on my face. You know what I'd rather be instead? What? As a, as a, an actual scary guy? Yeah. Uh a, a one of those um like you ever see the picture of a horse butt photoshopped with a dog mouth? Ooh. Uh, terrifying you you brought that up yesterday in the car i I just think they're really neat and also imagine what if instead of hooves they had hands oh hands Uh, hands with which to grasp (laughs) yep yep gonna get you um i'm gonna i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull from from a yokai rolodex and pick a yokai for myself this yokai is called the shirime um it is just kind of a guy that crawls around, and the only big thing about it is that um, it has an eyeball where its butthole would be, and it just flashes <gasps> people with its butthole eye. Oh. So, a cat. You know what? <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> so when you say guy, you mean like, is this like a human man? He. I'm seeing a drawing of him, and he looks like a human man. Okay. Shirame literally translates to buttocks eye. I'm reading this I mean, from a short uh, Wikipedia entry, but the story goes as follows: Long ago, a samurai was walking down, was walking at night down the road to Kyoto. He heard someone calling out to him to wait. "Who's there?" he asked, only to turn around and find a man stripping off his clothes and pointing his bare buttocks at the flabbergasted traveler. A huge glittering <laughs> eye then opened up where his butthole would have been. That's it. Booty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a beholder I want to see on, in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Joseph Campbell be damned. That was a good story. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now you 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 travel closer to more folkloric roots. Um, and I was wondering if there is some, uh, I don't know, known spookum in in the folk- folklore verse that would be fitting 
uh, first reaction, reverse centaur. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Person part on the on the where the walking happens, and then horse part on the top. I feel like that's just Bojack Horseman. That... <laughs> like how far how far up is that though? Like, if it, is it just a horse head, or mm. like are the arms horse? Mm. I think it's just horse head and oh. human legs and nothing and else. No arms. No, no arms. None arms. No arms. None arms. Arms be damned. No arms. Don't eat them anymore. I don't... Only run and eat leaf. Broad horse chest. Don't need it. <laughs> this is okay. an efficient. This is an efficient creature. This is a. Yeah. I want. I want to be able to move to grass and eat grass. So this is a very streamlined design. <laughs> how, wait, how are you going to get to the grass? Your head's all the way up there. Leg. That's what, yeah, right. <laughs> down on down on the human knees, pro- prostrate into the grass, eat grass, get back up and run. How you don't have arms? Get, get back <laughs> up, run to new grass. Look, these are how, these are powerful how get legs. Back up? It is a top-heavy animal, but powerful legs. Mm, your TCG is off the charts with this one, Gordon. The time to grass. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. unparalleled. I did post in general a suggestion. It's very yeah. Good. Would you like to share with the class as to what I'm what I'm seeing, Melissa? Well, I don't know. Which which I'm Sailor like, Moon villain is this? This is a monster of the day, and it basically I don't know I I don't know how you would. It's like that makes two man, of us, Melissa. I also it's don't like know a what man I'm looking wearing at. Wearing a horse suit with his head sticking out from the neck of the horse, so the horse's head is above him. Mm-hmm. And he's standing, like and he has, is... he has he has he has human torso, but it is horse. Horse and moves he has still. Hooves. Yeah, jacked as shit. No nipples, which clearly means that this is not a mammal, <laughs> or it's just all furry. And wearing oh, a speedo with a spade on it for some reason. Mm-hmm. A speedo. Yeah. A spade-o. Ah. Let's go. <laughs> as if to say, my eyes are up here. Thanks. It points you right back up. Right. All four of the eyes. Uh, I have I have surely mentioned Gooey Gus on a podcast before, right? I'm not familiar. I would I'm like to familiar. I would like to hear uh, as if as if I have not heard. Uh, is anyone familiar with the PBS show Ghostwriter? Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I know where this is going. <laughs> he's he's the worst creature on that show. Uh, I'm going to post a link for my friends. And if you're listening, just go ahead and Google Gooey Gus. I know yeah. what this Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, Very no. good. He, I hate he's a him. purple slime man in a fucking leather jacket. It's like if Grimer the Pokemon had a human sona. <laughs> uh, this is a Gajinka. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this. This motherfucker was part of a four-parter in Ghost Rider. And all four parts haunt me to this day. (laughs) Why do they need to bring him around for four parts? Hmm. We are playing with some very... cool leather jacket, though. There's some very powerful ideas we're exchanging. (laughs) I am not super well-versed in in monster lore um but 
I would probably be some kind of like creepy ring girl. Oh, you come out of the you come out of a well. Yeah, where it's nice and cozy, and it's like you always have a solid place to nap. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, and just like crawling around, and also being barefoot, which I'm a fan of shoes. I don't, I'm not a big fan of shoes, so like I feel like this plays into a lot of a lot of strengths for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now. Um, what cursed videotape would your victims watch and then die seven days later? Oh, absolutely a old <laughs> Sailor Moon uh, fan dub VHS. Ooh, okay. Now we're talking. Probably with probably with one of those weird-ass monsters of the day in it. <laughs> it's, probably, yeah, it's, it's this episode. Probably, yeah, with the, mm-hmm. hor- with the, with the double horse tar horse or whatever man, yeah. I'm looking at. Um, is it like poorly translated and the reason they die seven days later is because they've just been thinking obsessively over yeah and they've been thinking about like how the audio quality is drastically different for every character (laughs) like some people actually had a setup and some people are just like in their bathroom which is echoey as fuck how did they do this using their xbox headset yes Uh, one's just getting so much goddamn room, and then the other one's... It's yeah, real Newgrounds like, energy, or old Newgrounds oh, energy, anyway. Old Newgrounds, yeah. Where the cast of a cartoon <laughs> is, like, 16 different audio qualities. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 Jeff and his friends <laughs> who had who had the, the crappy, like, white um, Microsoft uh, microphones from, like, Target, maybe Radio Shack. <laughs> um, kids at home. So Radio Shack was a chain of <laughs> stores. Where anyway, uh, it's a very let's... different Baba Saga that we just described. We most certainly did. Uh, Tyler, I think with your monster, it is a Blaba Saga. Indeed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm on thin fucking ice, and I'm gonna ride it out. <laughs> Also, uh, alternately, some kind of like Medusa type creature, because uh, <gasps> I just read a book uh, about her and I love it, and she deserves so much better. <laughs> uh, Stone blind, look it up. It's a good book. What if you combined Ooh. both and your head was mo- uh, like water moccasins? Oh, oh. I love okay. it. Medusa uh, lady from the well. Yeah, like yes. a lake Medusa. Yes. I mean, the Medusa lady it. was like one of my favorite characters from uh, the Monster High series. Mm. Oh. Or not Monster High. Nope. Uh, Monster Prom. Diff- very different very vibe. Very different. <laughs> very different vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. This is, this is a real trend. Yeah. What's that? That is not relevant to anything else, but the the stone blind novel. Mm. There's been a, a slew of um, yeah, retelling mythology from someone else's perspective, which is which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting. Let's say we delve into some uh, into some of Baba's ooky, spooky, creepy, crawly fighters. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, we're covering episodes 70, 71, and 72 of the original Dragon Ball anime. 
Uh, episode 70 is We Are the Five Warriors. Uh, the Japanese we are. title roughly... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are... <laughs> the Japanese title roughly translates to Assault! We are the Five Warriors. <laughs> I see. Funimation <laughs> looked at that and said, I feel like we can trim this down. I'm just not sure how. <laughs> someone just took, takes a big pair of scissors to the front of the title. <laughs> Nailed You're me. a genius. <laughs> Give that man a raise. Also, we meet uh, one of them. Yes. <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. This is true. We are the warriors who built this town. Uh, we begin with Yamcha, recapping what Baba already told us last time, which is, uh, all we need to do is defeat Baba's five fighters, and she will read our fortune for free. And we need that because we need her to help us find that last Dragon Ball. Baba warns that these are no ordinary fighters, however. But Yamcha's confident in himself and his friends. And, uh... Upa, Upa and Puar decide to sit this one out because I, I don't want to fight. We are good. Small. We are in fact good. God bless this Yamcha who has not yet tasted death. <laughs> <laughs> who has not yet tasted the, the, the sweet embrace of a Cyberman. <laughs> He's just so confident and brave and it's just very tragic. Ready to take on the world. Uh-huh. His, his confidence is maybe earned up to this point. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a desert bandit after all. He's a desert he fought bandit. in the world tournament. Even even Krillin's confidence. Yeah, maybe, they can do Maybe not karate. to the same degree, but... Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's Krillin's cowardice that is not as well earned at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baba explains the rules, which are pretty simple. Uh, the fight ends when someone surrenders or is thrown out of the ring and uh, into the lake. Which is surrounding the ring. Yeah, she, in Japanese, she's like, uh, there aren't really any rules. Just do whatever. I'm not like a, a tournament person. I just want to see you get punched. I just want to <laughs> see the carnage. I just, I just want violence. It is very <laughs> evident that there are no rules. <laughs> oh yeah, no holds barred. And let this be a lesson to some... them. Early Duelist Kingdom fights. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Krillin is feeling confident and volunteers to be the first fighter. He volunteers to be the last fighter. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like, I'm gonna get all these guys. I'm gonna get all these guys wet. <laughs> and and and. Yeah. Okay, not like that. <laughs> he, d- he, d- he does say it. <laughs> he does say it, though. There's got to be five wet fighters before I leave the ring. He does say it. Five wet, slippery boys. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it. Gordy, we're going to have to put you in the bucket. <laughs> five, five minutes bucket. Five minutes bucket, okay. That's fair. Um... Baba calls down Fangs the Vampire. A bat flutters onto the ring and poofs into a... uh, What I wrote down here is a cackling vampire boxer gremlin, and I love him already. This is the (laughs) most unhinged man we have seen in Dragon Ball. (laughs) I love this guy. He's Uh, like the anti-Toriyama 
chunky boy. He's like very wiry and thin and spiky. Yeah. His exactly. blood is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's another great way to put it, Tyler. Uh, his Japanese name is Dracula Man. <laughs> That's what it says on the box. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, um, the English dub, he is voiced by Sean Schemmel, just going nuts also. Shut up, uh-huh. is he? Yeah. Hell yeah. Just just being a psychopath. <laughs> just, yeah, this was his, uh, this was his, um, uh, rejected Gollum audition tape. <laughs> Uh, Fangs, no, Gollum. So, but, um, <clears throat> we'll get to uh, Gosh start... in a second. Oh, t- <laughs> oh no. Also, also, like, weird, almost fan service moment when he transforms from the bat to the vapire of just, like, just face full of pecs. <laughs> sure. His, yeah. wi- his little wiry, stringy vampire pecs. Mm-hmm. Toriyama was ahead of that Twilight game, like, years in <laughs> advance. Uh-huh. A direct line mm-hmm. <laughs> from, the, from this man. Here's what I think is interesting, though. Um, before the match starts, Fang starts dancing around the arena while this sort of, like, reedy music sort of plays in the distance. Uh, and what Fangs is doing here is, I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, the Wei Kru Ram Muay, which is a ritual that precedes a Muay Thai match. Um, the music, the music that is playing during the ceremony is called Sarama, and uh, yeah, I like it. And uh, Krillin responds to all this with, "That guy needs a tan." Krillin, have respect for the ritual. Also, he's what blue? Yeah, he's like, he's, uh, yeah, quite pallid. Also, he was a bat. Yeah. He was a what, bat. What are you not getting about this, Krillin? Krillin doesn't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> well, not those kinds, anyway. Yeah, yeah. not the right ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match starts as they get into their stances. Uh, Krillin's inner monologue is truly high on his own supply. <laughs> Krillin rushes in, only to find that uh, Fangs is still doing doing that dance, so Krillin trips and falls. <laughs> he says he's not done yet. <laughs> he does I'm... speak in the Japanese before he speaks in the long before he speaks in the dub. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Oh. Yeah, I was beginning to wonder if he ever would. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still blessing the ring. Uh, Fangs takes this opportunity to deliver a standing kick and some jabs to Krillin. Uh, Krillin gets back up and says that that was just a lucky shot and it won't happen again. Note: it happens again. <laughs> uh, Krillin does a rider kick at Fangs who poofs into a bat and tries to uh, dive bomb Krillin from the sky uh, proving that fighting is weak to flying types Krillin tries over and over again to punch a bat out of midair so that's why they did that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Fangs turns back into a vampire and leaps from above, grabbing onto Krillin. And uh, it is at this point that Fangs decides to take a mid-match meal by biting down on square on Krillin's noggin and drinking his blood. I, I mean, you know, that's a smart place to do it. A, it's available, and B, like, 
you ever get like a scratch on your head? Those suckers mm-hmm. bleed a lot. That'll bleed oh. for a while. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I respect this vampire knows his business. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. goes right for it. I mean, also, where else can you get a heal mid-fight? You know what I mean? Right. Does Krillin have a neck? Not for long. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this character is actually drawn with the traditional place a vampire might go for. That's probably Uh, why it had to be uh, done this way. (laughs) I think think you're right here, because Krillin's just too much of a stocky little short king chibi boy to have much of a neck. Yeah. Yeah, and like, if there is a neck, you you kind of can't get to it between the head and the shoulders. Yeah, that, that jugular, based off my that jugular is straw. safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think jugular is an my... innie. <laughs> no, not, not oh, that. I don't, no, don't make, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> they, aren't they all? Technically, yeah. Well, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be. <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> if if you have an Audi jugular, I think there there are <laughs> other issues. Yeah. Please, please, can, this is gonna make me woozy. Oh, make woozy. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I was say based off my uh, animation history, uh, this feels like the type of instance where the script said Dracula bites his neck, and, <laughs> and then the animator had said, to raise their hand how? and said, "No, <laughs> he's because also." This man's head and therefore teeth are ginormous. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. Yeah, this is um, definitely like a spite thing. <laughs> I, I was this, I was thinking about this back in the 2010s when I was doing a short-lived uh, webcomic about vampires. Um, their yeah. proportions were cartoonishly big. How are they going to do like the classic Dracula neck bite when they're like Muppets? <laughs> Their, their prey just has to be equally exaggerated. Ah, giraffes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Muppet giraffes. Krillin starts scrambling around the arena with fangs latched onto him like a metroid, uh, while the Greek chorus cheer him on. And his reaction is to say, this guy is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. This guy is nuts! Never change, Krillin. <laughs> Never change. This is where it starts. Fangs leaps into the air and pile drives Krillin into the dirt. Um, now freed, uh, Krillin touches his head to realize that, oh, he, he's bleeding quite a lot from the noggin. Oh, no. And Fangs wipes the blood from his mouth and thanks Krillin for the meal. Krillin is, is feeling woozy. Um, the Dragon Quest ghost that has been assisting this tournament uh, holds a blood bag and a transfusion needle off to the side. Uh, promising that Krill will be restored to full vitality if he just surrenders. Don't worry, we got you. We got no you. Stusher MD. <laughs> it seems at some points, many points, that Baba does not know what's going to unfold <laughs> over the course of these fights, because it is it is truly, there are no rules. You just get in there and, and do what feels right. Which is kind mm-hmm. of ironic for a fortune uh, teller. Well, it, maybe it this is. is how she gets her kicks like... You know, she has, yeah. she sees all <clears throat> other futures. This is the one place she gets to be surprised. I'm not even going to look at my crystal ball. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She is prepared for this one eventuality, though. Yeah, I, we I, do have some blood on tap. You want? I guess, oh, I guess Fangs right. is like always up first and always does the the brain <laughs> mouth move. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. 
she she has that ready because somebody tried to sue her once and that was a whole thing. Uh huh. Purely, uh-huh. purely a legal issue. <laughs> so much red tape. Yeah, she didn't have them sign releases yeah, before. Lots, so lots, mm-hmm. lots of red tape with an off-book fighting ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? ain't, ain't that just the way? They never show that part in the movies. Uh-uh. I don't remember if I mentioned it last time, but now that you bring it up, it is so nice that this is an option to solve this problem. Like, yeah. oh, we, we need her to tell a fortune, but we don't have any money. Can we maybe fight for it? <laughs> That's kind of what we do. We're fight boys. We love that solution. Yeah. It is it is very good that it wasn't like, well, here's here's a stack of Sudokus. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you boys just go nuts in there? <laughs> it's, a, it's a riddle of mind and spirit. Here's a pick. Writes me a poem. <laughs> Tell me I'm... three compliments that begin with the letter G. I would watch the poetry version of these episodes. <laughs> make it, yeah, make it a slam, make it a duel. I want to see Goku write poetry. Yes, I absolutely. Too. At any stage of his life, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. about it. It can be and will be about food, and that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. The food will not be a metaphor. You'll think it is. It is. Not. That's it. Is the title of the poem? <laughs> You'll think it's a metaphor. It is just ham. <laughs> maybe, maybe he, because poems are often not really about what they sound like, and maybe maybe Goku can tap into something more real underneath it all. Just subconsciously. Just getting just getting back just getting back to basics when a flower's just a flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A voice for the people. No, no, no I, fancy I, I, symbolism. I just want to describe a big nice. fish that I'm going to eat. I, I bet Goku could write some good nature poetry. Yeah, Mo, Moby he probably Dick could. by Goku. <laughs> he'll be a he'll be a uh uh I was trying to work poet poet laureate into some kind of a Dragon Ball word, but I can't think of one. Uh, isn't there like a fighting move called like a lariat? A lariat. That's what I was gonna say. Oh shit! A poet lariat. Fuck yes, we got there. I, I would have been happy to just have the, the pieces of that pun on, on the floor in front of me. <laughs> and, we, like, we leave them for you, the audience, like, like pieces of Lego, and, like, we'll let you build the yeah, fan boat. You give me a little Ikea instruction booklet, and sometime yeah. in the next few weeks, I will... It's kind of like... It's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of like in the video game I can't put down right now, Tears of the Kingdom, where you just go to a part and there's just like, oh, a bunch of fans in a plank over here. <laughs> you might need these. I wonder. They just kind of left these. Is he, are these just for whoever? Okay. Who, who, who left these here? <laughs> There's no sky island for them to fall, have fallen down from. <laughs> um, Krillin gets furious at the idea of surrendering. Uh, he gets red in the face, which is a bad idea. Which Because unfortunately... Oh, no. uh, Sorry, I wrote it this way, Theo. Unfortunately, this causes blood to start geysering out of his bite wounds. He does become a fountain. Yes. It's bad. It's very bad. And his good, good friends tell him, your head looks like a big tomato. <laughs> and, and that it almost looks like he has the worst haircut I can think of. <laughs> it's like a crown of blood spurts. Ew. 
<laughs> it's not good. It's not great. Um, Krillin does some meditation to calm himself down. Uh, he, he starts to weeble-wobble just as Fang charges in and knees him in the back of the head, sending him crashing to the waters below. Thanks for coming, Krillin. <laughs> GG, no re. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest Ghost gives Krillin his that sweet, sweet AB negative. Um... <laughs> He just says, in a Japanese, he just says, blood transfusion. <laughs> you gotta say the name of your attack. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so Krillin is fine, but he's bandaged and, and not feeling great. Uh, the team has a huddle to figure out what to do next. I like their solution that they come up with, but it really just downplays how useful Krillin is. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did we even have this kid here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, I mean, to, to set up Fangs as a, yeah, some, as a strong fighter. Somebody had to beat the canary, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The can- what's the, what's cr- the wrestling word for that? Uh, the jobber? jobber? Maybe? I wish I Matt was here. I wish Matt was here. I wish a, I wish a certain rock and roll zombie was here. It's ironic that our canary in this case doesn't have a nose. Ah, he's the Krillin in the coal mine. <laughs> Which is not helpful. Do canaries usually have noses? We have nostrils, at least. Mm-hmm. Of a yeah. manner of speaking. They have, they have nose-adjacent parts, I guess. Okay. Um, they ask if Upa and Puar can fight together against Fangs. And Fangs is totally down with it because that's just a two-for-one lunch special, baby. Did they did they initially agree that Poir and other <laughs> character whose name I just forgot Upa Upa would not fight? Yeah, they were just kind of wanting to sit it out. So they they but really no backtracked rules. on that pretty quickly. There well, are no, no rules. rules. Like they <laughs> no went, rules. but I mean they went from like okay, we'll send Krillin in, and did not go to like Yamcha or Goku. They yeah. they thought like well. We'll just get the two little ones out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, they've got a plan. Like they, they had, they had options. But they have a trope. <laughs> they sure do. We get like half the conversation with the gang trying to figure out uh, how who's going to do what, and all the while Bob is getting more and more impatient. After commercial, we're at Kame House, where Roshi explains that Baba. Uh, knows what she's doing. She's been telling fortunes for over 500 years. But he also reveals that the gang are in more than a fair bit of danger by asking her. What? You really should have told them any of this. You really should have said... Yeah. Um, Back at Baba's, Upa and Poir get ready to fight, and Upa's eating something? Some bread? Beans? Uh, Not sure. Just having a quick pre-match snack. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fangs had a snack, so gotta be on mm-hmm. his level. Yeah. Um, I say not sure because that's when I type these notes, but then it'll... it'll yeah. Stay tuned, kids. <laughs> um, the match begins. Fangs rushes in on Upa, but at the last second, Upa breathes a putrid wave of garlic breath at him. Turns out he was uh, chewing on some cloves. <laughs> just straight just up. Straight, straight yes. garlic. Ballin'. Yes. Heart healthy, indeed. 
Um, uh, unfortunately, Fangs is a typical vampire, and he hates that. that he hates that garlic. Yeah, he collapses in that vampire. Typical vampire. <laughs> he collapses so in agony while uh, <laughs> uh, while Upa continues to blast his stank garlic breath on him, <laughs> even cl- even clinging to him while Fangs <laughs> scurries around the ring. I think it's around here. Baba Baba seems she acts like she has no power over the event. <laughs> like this was not her idea and she didn't set it up. And like it is just sort of all proceeding uh, against her will. Gotta keep up appearances for in case the lawman Maybe comes. for anyone wearing a wire, she has to say that. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as they walk up, she has to go, Are you a cop? You have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> my, my, my crystal ball is, is doesn't work on cops. <laughs> <laughs> my crystal ball says ACAB. <laughs> you could you could you could market that product. Probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Uh, Fangs turns into a bat and escapes before switching back and trying to pounce on Poir. Um, but Poir also knows how to transform and does so by transforming into a spiky hedgehog. A blue one, even. Oh. Whoa! Does, does she go fast? She does not, but she <laughs> does have spikes. So Fangs lands on her and gets a face full of quills. Um, it is now my favorite um, <laughs> bit yeah. of this episode. <laughs> okay. Upa's coup de gras. Upa's <laughs> coup de gras. Where Upa, <laughs> I literally put this in the notes. Upa starts T-posing to assert dominance. <laughs> he just T-poses menacingly. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then <laughs> we the we the anime shows us that he is forming the shape of the cross. <laughs> yep. While Fangs screams and it, the and the words in English <laughs> Just in case you didn't get it. Sa- that say Jesus Christ and oh god flash and pan across the screen while organ music plays. It was almost my quote. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was me watching this. I was like, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's not. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, where, why didn't this happen in actual Dracula? <laughs> I would love it if, uh, if he just started T-posing. Uh-huh. Enter freely and of your own free... Oh, what are you doing? Here comes the now, airplane. People make a little cross with their fingers when they could be making a giant cross. With their <laughs> just damn ampli- body. It amplifies the power. And more, mm-hmm. more cross, bigger Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just ask Brazil; they know. <laughs> right. That's why there's no vampires in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just look and they're like, ah, I'm going nowhere near that place. <laughs> no. Maybe that's why certain mega churches build um, uh, el- very big Jesus statues, is to ward off vampires nearby. That's probably it. Could be. Like, like, f- like fucking, like spires that scrape the heavens in City 17. 
Just a looming Jesus. <laughs> just thinking about, you know, our local Big Jesus. Ah, uh, Big Butter Big Jesus. Butter Jesus. Mm -hmm. But, like, neither Big Butter Jesus nor his successor, Touchdown Jesus. Or, I forget, what's the what's the one now? He looks Big like Butter, no, Big Butter and Touchdown are the same Jesus. It's just a, uh, um, the new one is just a standing Jesus. Kind of boring. Oh, yeah, he's just standing. But, yeah, yeah. neither one is, is T-posing, and I think that's... Why there are so many vampires in our hometown. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's um, a real problem. Folks at home, we're doing some more Ohio lore. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, you can Google Big Butt of Jesus and perhaps the song by Haywood Banks about mm -hmm. Big Butt of Jesus to learn more. <laughs> it just looks are you like saying Big Butter? Are you saying butter? Yes. Like, yes. like the dairy like, product. Like yep. country crock, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sweet is... cream Jesus. Because is... he looks like he was carved out of butter and he's like in a, a pond, so it looks like he's melting. Mm hmm. Um, how's that statue doing these days? Uh, well, it got well, by lightning. Yeah, and then it caught fire, <laughs> revealing a Terminator like endoskeleton <laughs> in its wake. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, you're, oh, you're right. Real. Why didn't we start here? <laughs> <laughs> at this part of the story. <laughs> yeah, we saw we, we kind of buried the lead there. Yeah. Um and they replaced well, him you with You have a... to bury the lead so it can rise again in 3 days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And Big Butter Jesus was replaced by a different Jesus statue um who has a tiny lightning rod sticking out of his head so that it doesn't <laughs> I wonder get why. hit by lightning. Lessons were learned. Lessons were learned. Anyway. Um, let's finish up this fight here. Uh, Fangs turns into a bat and starts to flee, but uh, Poir is not done uh, delivering the, the power of the Lord. Uh, she transforms into a giant hand and swats uh, swats uh, fangs into the lake. Just becomes master hand. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Game! <laughs> um, and the first match is done, and I gotta say, hell yeah. Poir got to fight, and they got to do cool little tricks. Yeah, good for yeah. Poir and Upa for getting to do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's not often. I love it. And getting a better record in this than Krillin. Yep. Yep. The next match is up, and Yamcha decides to fight. Um, despite Goku wanting to fight alongside him, uh, Yamcha wants to solo this one. He needs the practice. I'm sure there's another martial arts tournament coming up soon. Mm -hmm. I feel it in my bones. Perhaps even the best I mean, one. <laughs> Some might they, argue. They have them. Regularly, some, there's a whole schedule. Yeah, some mm -hmm. some people who are me <laughs> think that it's it's the the perfect energy meta. Ooh, huh. excited! Uh, Yamcha demands that Baba bring out the next opponent, but Baba says he's already here. What? Hmm. Huh? Yamcha thinks that the opponent is the cockroach nearby, but. Actually, he's an invisible I mean, it's man. Kill, it's hard to kill a cockroach. That's true. Yeah, maybe Baba should could uh, could uh, should consider adding it to the team. Yeah, maybe. Nimble. maybe. She's in the market anyway. Mm-hmm. We yeah, just she... lost Fangs. <laughs> 
What? Well, I will say that Mia just rescued me from a cockroach yesterday. <gasps> so what a hero! A brave, brave, hero. brave, yes. brave warrior. What yes. do these fighters do when they're not doing this? <laughs> There's a green room. Like they scrabble. Live, they live here, presumably. Do they presumably? What, like, do they have enough fights to keep them busy, or do they have like? Well, they probably spar with What's each happened? other for training. Probably. Maybe? It seems like there's a line foreman outside. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, at the beginning of Z, we see Baba like cavorting with various monsters at the yokai cantina <laughs> um so my thinking is maybe they just kind of come in and out and maybe hang out in the afterworld or whatever doing doing afterlife things the next dimension um goku does not know what the word invisible means um which is unfortunate because uh that next fighter is invisible never needed to know until now mm-hmm. Um, it is time for a much easier to animate fight as Yamcha <laughs> takes punch after punch from his transparent assailant. Uh, uh, I I have a, a movie on DVD called uh, "Dude, Where's My Dog?" Yeah. Uh, and in that movie, uh, they make the dog invisible in like the first ten minutes so that they don't have to film a dog on set anymore. <laughs> Amazing. They can just say that the dog is doing things and you have to believe them. Wow. It's the most brilliant filmmaking I've ever seen. <laughs> That's that genius. Um, an echoey distant voice mocks Yamcha all the while. And uh, the captions call this guy see-through. Um, his Japanese name is uh, Suke-san, which is a pun on the word Sukeru, which is to be transparent. And he sounds an awful lot like Pilaf. Oh, right, he does, doesn't he? And Android 17. Huh. Wait, Pilaf is 17? Yeah. That's crazy. That guy's got range. <laughs> uh, Krillin gets a brain blast on what to do next and demands Goku fly off to grab Roshi and Bulma. No time to explain. What? The- <laughs> he spends, like, a second thinking about it, and he's like, Aha! I've got it! <laughs> Why is this the instant plan that you have, Krillin? He, I mean, no, no blood leaves more room for ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly why. I, that's exactly why I've been letting these leeches attached, <laughs> latch to my side. Creativity during, during recording. Uh, Yamcha nearly topples off the edge, but gets back on his feet, and we get a montage of uh, Yamcha getting. The absolute ki- shit kicked out of him left and right. Um, Yamcha decides to calm down and focus his senses to listen for the invisible man. And we hear footsteps and see tiny blades of grass in the arena crushed under invisible foot. Where our episode ends on a cliffhanger. Wow. Any final thoughts for episode 70? That was bloody brilliant. <laughs> oh, just you wait. I no, yeah. I know. <laughs> I hate that the setup for this is a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. I hate that the payoff for this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That too. 
the, and the bucket looms ever closer. <laughs> in the yeah, distance. Re- remember how in the past I've said, like, a lot of Dragon Ball defenders will say, like, the horny stuff really, like, dies off after a while. Like, that's mostly just early Dragon Ball. Would you call episode 71 early Dragon Ball? <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I would not. Piece? <laughs> it's it's the same people that say you have to watch a hundred episodes of Naruto before it gets good, <laughs> right? I mean, that's probably like the same people that say like the fighting is more realistic in Dragon Ball, <laughs> right? Oh God, uh, episode seventy one is deadly battle. The Japanese title roughly translates to a great do or die bloody battle. Bloody battle. Uh, and one of the um, manga chapters that's enlisted is just a great slash terrible title. The uh-huh. Battle of the Bleeders. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Oh. I hate it a lot. That's a lot. It's and I don't yucky. like it. The episode begins with Kame House in sight as Goku swoops by. Uh, unable to find Master Roshi, uh, Goku ac- asks a nearby flock of crows. Goku spots a plane nearby with Bulma, Roshi, Oolong, and Launch. Bulma does not want to get mixed up in any more schemes, though, and refuses to come with. Uh, good, so good, good thinking. Good fantastic instincts. thinking. Great Follow instinct. That. Great call. Yes. That's how she got where she is today. Mm-hmm. But uh, Goku takes matters into his own hands, leaping into the cockpit of the plane mid-flight and yanking Roshi and Bulma out. I, in Goku's defense, he doesn't know what Krillin's gonna do. Yes. He just knows that it's urgent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence. Also, um, Oolong and Launch are now in a plane without a pilot plummeting to the ground. <laughs> yeah, what do you think they get up to now? <laughs> well, have yeah. they hung out for an extended period of time before? <laughs> They're about to. That's that awkward thing. Yeah. Where it's the friend group and like friend of a friend, never, but like, like I've never the... hung out with them on my own. It's like what Phoebe and Chandler? Friends, <laughs> like they just never are around each other. Like what's no the vibe supposed to be? Yeah. Um, a stray hair brushes across Launch's face, and she sneezes into Blanche, who just so happens to be a crack pilot. Oh, thank goodness. Indeed. She pulls the plane up from certain doom. Back with Baba, Yamcha hears the crunching of footsteps and throws a kick, which finds purchase on see-through. Baba starts to throw Yamcha off by singing a loud song about herself. <laughs> and and unfortunately, this works. <laughs> I, I, I thought about stopping and writing down the lyrics to her great song, but I did not. <laughs> the Japanese one is so easy. Mm-hmm. Because it just goes... <laughs> She's just saying cute fortune teller Baba. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a nice song. Yeah. Yeah. Good self-esteem on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, this works. Uh, Yamcha continues to get pummeled. Krillin combats this... By cheering on see-through and complimenting him, 
um, which causes him to respond to the flattery and opening him up to, to an attack. Just a room full of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this is what Matt, if he were here, would call a slobber knocker. <laughs> um, unfortunately, though, that trick will only work, like, once. Because after that, see-through learns to keep quiet and press the advantage. It does work, like, two more times. But after that... <laughs> but, but three's <laughs> the limit. <laughs> Listen, fool me once. You know, after, after so many compliments, it starts to get a little weird. It's like, oh, okay, now you're just fishing, I see. <laughs> You don't You're actually buttering me up. Mm. Just when Yamcha's at his wit's end, Goku returns with Roshi and Bulma in tow. Great, what's the plan? Okay. <sighs> you liked buttering him up. Oh, I hate myself for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's time to blood bluttering him up. Oh. Oh. Okay. Team, um, mm-hmm. uh, a content warning for like, I don't know, a couple minutes, we'll say, um, as we're gonna see some pervy bucket shit um, <laughs> involving Bulma and Roshi, and you probably already know where this setup is going, but just if that's, you know, not, if that's very off the table for you today, like, it's fine, just skip ahead and a it's bit. A, it's, it's an extreme uh, version of the normal Bulma Roshi dance. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. What yeah. makes it worse for me is that it's premeditated and like <laughs> manipulative. Yeah. Instead yes. of just Roshi's natural horniness. Right. I wonder also, why Krillin's never had a girlfriend. Could uh, be anything. Could be. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, we haven't even gotten to it yet, but the I, I feel better saying it before we get to it. Um, <laughs> Also, what makes it so bad for me is the way Bulma reacts. Like, I genuinely... I mean, obviously, you feel bad for her, but, like, in a very human sense of, like, a victim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where she is so quiet and turned away for so long Uh that, like, it just feels like this one really got her. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. It is not. <laughs> it's fucking eighties. I, I had a um, laugh like a, in the bucket. I had a terrible feeling this is where it was going. <laughs> like you're right. Early, in the early minutes of the episode, I got like this this weird feeling in the back of my brain. I was like, I don't, I don't think this is gonna be good. No. Okay, kids. This. So this is the gross part. Um. So Krillin has Bulma and Roshi face each other. And uh, with no warning and no consent, uh, Krillin uh, assaults Bulma by suddenly pulling down her tube top and exposing her chest. Uh, This causes, in in the worst Rube Goldberg machine ever, this causes Roshi to get a massive anime nosebleed that squirts blood all over the arena and covers see-through in blood. And now you can see him. It's a Rube Goldberg machine. (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, one of my bullet points is just, man. <laughs> yeah. I, what, Krillin? You just had a massive head wound. You could have done this. <laughs> yeah. You could have done this yourself. Yeah, but then he wouldn't see boobies, and he does want to. 
them. He was behind her, wasn't he? Or did he pull uh, them down from Butlin? No, he pulls it from the front. Oh, that's it's okay. A, a great point that he was actively bleeding minutes before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe how he got the idea and he just didn't connect that it was something he could do. Right. But not also, giving, not giving like, any credit for this. No, 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 no. Like no he could have no, absolutely no, no. just taken the blood bag and cut a hole in it. I I thought they might go for like a like a you know p- pocket sand approach. Shishasha, right? Yeah, the wiki it has a picture saying "Invisible Man" after being covered with blood or tomato soup in the dub. <laughs> I, I wish I'd watched that dub. What? Yeah. Tomato soup? Uh, how, there's no other information they... or citation for that. I don't know what I want to know in. how they dubbed around that. Yeah, where, like, where did they put in, like, a tomato soup can? <laughs> like, that's some poor kid's shit. Hey, Bulma, yeah. did you remember to bring a V8 for lunch? Could I borrow that? <laughs> hey, hey, she's here, it's... too. I hope it's extra viscous. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, V8. Eight delicious vegetables in one serving. Mm-mm. Oh, by the way, did you know V8 is called that because it's got eight vegetables in it? Oh, no, I, I thought it was like the that. engine. It is not. Well, they're both named that, but it is, um... Yeah, it's because of the of the eight veg- ve- ve- vegetables. Wow. The ri- originally, it was it was reconstituted vegetable juice made of eight vegetables: um, beets, celery, carrots, lettuce, parsley, watercress, spinach, and tomato. What do you parsley mean? does not count as a vegetable. What do you mean originally? <laughs> what is it now? I don't know. Maybe they still have beets, but I don't taste them when I drink V eight. I, I I don't feel like lettuce really counts as a vegetable. It's just like a water containment unit. Yeah, I mean to be fair, this company was did introduce V8 in like 1933. Oh, well, so, okay, like, that counts as an old timey vegetable. Right, right, right. They, you know, back when like sand was vegetables or something. A, yeah, depression, yeah, yeah. a depression era vegetable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you want a fun fact about the manga? Yes. Please. Hmm. Uh, this event is what commemorates chapter 100 of the Dragon Ball manga. Jesus Christ. Chapter 100? This is what he spent chapter 100 doing. Okay. Okay, Luffy cool. gets to go on, to, on a big journey to the Grand Line <laughs> in chapter 100 of yeah, One Piece. Yeah, opens a cool barrel. And this, and then, and Dragon Ball is doing this. Cool. Uh-huh. It's a good time. Makufushigi Adventure. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Get in the bucket. <laughs> all right. Now that we've now that we've now that we've tucked all tucked all that into the bucket and then kicked it into the lake. Oh, don't um, pollute the lake like that. <laughs> that's you know the lake didn't deserve this. See through is now visible and. uh... And uh, Yamcha is ready with a fucking wolf fang fist in the chamber. Uh, following it up with a series of blows. This causes see-through to wave a little white flag and surrender. Kind of uh, cr- needs that gimmick to be worth a shit. Yep, he's just, he's just a guy. <laughs> 
Krillin cheers with Poir before getting clonked in the head by Bulma, who is obviously not pleased. Yeah, no. And neither am I, Toriyama. <laughs> After commercial, Yamcha turns around and realizes that, oh hey, Roshi and Bulma are here. When did- huh? Oh hey. <laughs> did he not wonder where all the blood came from? Maybe he thought it was his. Maybe he thought it was tomato soup. Tomato juice, right. Oh, hmm. I Easily have done some... changeable. ...on-the-fly research, and apparently that edit, uh, they pulled a clip from the second Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> really? And inserted it into the episode. What? For Goku to uh, throw a can of tomato soup. That's insane. I kind of love that, though. That's, that's, that's a lot of effort. That's so mm-hmm. much work. It's, it's worth it in this case. But I, I but yeah, I, but you, I kind of can't get around it otherwise. So what do you know? A fish full of dollars. <laughs> Krillin explains to Bulma what's going on, what with Baba and the fighters and the fortune telling. And it is here that Roshi drops the bomb that Baba is, in fact, his older sister. You should have told them any of this. Literally anything. There was no reason not to. None. And, you know, I think I missed all the Baba episodes in Dragon Ball Z um, and did not know this. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's ever brought up. This was news to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's never brought up in the show. I think we said it on the podcast, but you may not have been on the episode. That might have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In the dub, Baba complains that Roshi wasn't there when she had to, quote, move mother. (laughs) And Roshi even missed her birthday. Like, did this whole family drink from the Fountain of Youth? Or whatever? That's... Oh, that's that's some Grey Garden shit that I don't want to explore. Do we know how old Roshi is? I can't remember. He's like hundreds, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I forget, is Baba his older sister? Yes. Older, yes. She's, wow, she's like 500 or something. Krillin suggests that Roshi ask Baba for help, but uh, Baba immediately shoots that idea down. She charges double for family. (laughs) And she should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Okay. okay. Yeah, we're gonna have a short <laughs> two-minute recess while uh, we watch <laughs> this Cartoon Network clip. Yeah. In the next match, Yamcha was ambushed by an invisible man. The situation looked bleak until Krillin exposed a sneaky fighter with a can of tomato soup. Okay, here's what's interesting to me. At what part in the Dragon Ball movie involve do we do we involve opening not, a can of tomato juice? It's not. It's beer. Oh, it's beer, but they color it to tomato juice, and that's mm-hmm. wow, <laughs> delicious. I love fizzy V8. That's <laughs> how I like them. That's that ninth. That's that ninth vegetable is carbonation. Carbonated and shooked. Wow. Okay. Wow. Art. Animation done. and animation is weird. Team. Anime has come such a long way. <laughs> anime dubs have come such a long way. 
boy have they. Uh, Yamcha is ready for another fight, so Baba escorts them to a new locale. Uh, the party do some banter as they walk. Roshi wants to borrow some cash from Baba. Um, Baba asks, or no, Goku asks how old Baba is and is just very impolite. Um, and <laughs> okay, also okay. Bulma and Upa meet each other and it's very sweet. Oh, that is very sweet. Uh, in Japanese, Goku asks her her age and mm. she says that rude. That's rude. <laughs> and in the dub, he just asks again. Uh, but in the sub... He says, okay, so do you have a wiener? Yeah. And that's what makes her fall off her ball. Goku, I thought we've learned. Uh, I, I mean, mean, they they kind of did the same joke in the dub. He's using his words. Mm-hmm. Because the first time he asks, he she says you should never ask a lady her age. So he asks again, implying that he doesn't think that she's a lady. Oh. Which is why oh, she falls off the ball. like that. Well, that's right, just okay. transphobic. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> well, it's just Goku not understanding. Yeah. Also, I was curious about the ages uh, of Roshi and Baba. Uh, I don't see how old Roshi is, but he was born in age 430, and I don't, I don't know what age we're in <laughs> Those now. numbers are meaningless. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Hang on, I... I'll, I'll see it somewhere. I think, like, <laughs> most of Dragon Ball's in the 900s, I think. Somewhere in there. Um, Yamcha asks where uh, they're going to be fighting next, uh, to which Roshi replies, um, Wow. Uh, to which Roshi replies, uh, a, a name for the bucket that we'll probably be using from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Devil's Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the Devil's Toilet. Which devil? The. <laughs> I mean, is it well? Like- We've already seen the the Christian Christ in this episode. <laughs> it's true. Surely there are devils in this world. Mm-hmm. Roshi's only piece of advice is uh, don't fall in. In the Japanese, more blunt, he says, "Don't die." <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Gordy, as a toilet specialist, how do you rate this toilet? Um. Placement, bad. Mm. Care, bad. Materials, yeah. bad. A lot of low um, numbers. Use, yeah, usage, pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... It is ornate. Certainly. And, and, and that's something. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty low tech. <laughs> Overall, I wouldn't care for it. I mean, yeah, it's really just like an outhouse, a fancy outhouse, more than a toilet. A good, a good metric is: would it cause you to pass on a house that you are going to buy? Yeah, <laughs> like okay, if everything hang on else now. was I perfect s- and you walked in and that was <laughs> the only toilet in the house, would you say, "Never mind"? Okay, I want to see <laughs> this on the Zillow listing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That that the walking tour where you where you do the little like three D yeah the, the house. virtual photos yeah <laughs> listen a wacky home and then you turn a corner and there's fucking demon tongues over a bubbling cauldron and they say that's, that's the pooper that's not too far off from some of the Zillow listings I've watched if you <laughs> if you scroll around some of the McMansions available it would not surprise <laughs> me to find one yeah. 
Here's like, the devil's toilet. If there was an actual, like, I don't know, toilet-like apparatus, even if it, like, just opened up onto the acid pool below, like, then I, I would maybe be cool with it. But, like, there's just... There's nowhere here to actually do your business. <laughs> yep, where? Not comfortably. No. Okay, we'll Not get... Safely. We'll We'll get to it. We'll... We'll paint a word picture in just a bit. <laughs> um, uh, Yamcha's told to enter a special door while everyone continues up the stairs, but <laughs> Baba pulls Goku aside and leads him into a secret passageway. Ooh. Goku finds himself in a lavish little room with plush furniture and a carpet, and bids Goku sit at a long dining table, where he is offered a tempting steaming plate of Roasted anime meat on bear. <laughs> it's favorite. Yum. Yum. Goku digs in while we cut to Yamcha climbing the spooky stairs laden with giant bones and skulls everywhere. Uh, Goku continues to dig in while eerie music starts to play. Uh, what appears to be see-through tugs on a rope. Uh, off to the side, and suddenly bricks start plummeting from the ceiling. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> A trap! Uh, Goku kicks them all away and gets back to his meal, saying, uh, I think you have a hole in your ceiling. <laughs> hey, your ceiling's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Might wanna call for a contractor or something. Yeah. Yamcha emerges out of a what appears to be a giant stone ogre's mouth with a with, it, with a long tongue sticking out to form a bridge with an identical ogre on the other side. This is the worst um, kiss. So already <laughs> already a bad shape. <laughs> it's like the um, ogres but, are on toilets. And the uh, here's what makes this here's what makes this worse. The ogres are on toilets. <laughs> which is an optimal place to fucking French kiss another stone ogre. For the record. <laughs> Well, and that's below why their the toilet, so, so they can reach I, each other at their bleh. respective toilet. I, the decision to make it the tongues that stretch out over the toilet water is baffling. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. It could they could have been holding hands. I don't I don't condone it. I don't condone <laughs> a firm handshake on the toilet. <laughs> I don't condone <laughs> anything that's happening here. But I I, I really don't. Uh, like the, that. The proper toilet gesture, a, 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 a firm handshake with this, with the with God's bravest little toilet soldier in the opposite cubicle to congratulate a dump well done. You know, it's a good thing that none of the OSHA inspectors have been able to defeat the first two champions. <laughs> this is unsafe. Boy, is it. Um, because below these toilet ogres is the toilet in question. A roiling moat of bubbling green sludge. And it smells real bad. I bet. This is my favorite, like, trope where it's just kind of bubbling green stuff. And, like, is it acid? Is it poison? Is it acid poison? It's just bad. It's just, it's just green. Yeah, no wow. water. This is a... <laughs> I've, I found a video of a sort of 3D rendering. Of the statues in there. Oh, cool! I can three D um, print the devil's toilet <laughs> with a with a support me on Patreon sticker 
visible through the whole video because this work must be celebrated. <laughs> it must be preserved. If you just if you want to get a good look at the environment. If you want to really just get in there. I'm getting huh. I'm getting when I look at Devil's Toilet, I'm looking I'm getting a piece of uh of a, some captured video from someone canoeing down some rapids. So apparently there's a part of Victoria Falls called the Devil's Toilet Bowl. This is apparently a Xenoverse 2 fighting arena. Is it? Oh, I need to get back on that game, huh? Is it a mod? I don't know. I'm I'm watching I'm watching some fights happen in the level. If it's a Patreon thing, I'm assuming it's a mod. It could it could hmm. be a mod. I don't, I don't know. If you know what this, you know what the people need? <laughs> is the devil's toilet. Only true uh, fans remember the only devil's true toilet. Fan. <laughs> what if we held hands at the devil's toilet? <laughs> where, the, where, where the tongues meet. And stretched our tongues across. <laughs> um, anyway, Goku shows up with Baba and explains that he was getting lunch. Uh, Krillin warns that the food could have been poisonous, but Baba is offended at the accusation. Uh, Baba explains the devil's toilet mechanics in that anyone who falls in is done for, but she can guarantee that they will all come home safely if Goku joins her team of fighters. Uh, Goku refuses this flat out, choosing instead to fight for his friends. I don't want to be fangs. <laughs> They make you, I don't, you're going to make me the fangs of the group? <laughs> and uh, that is where our episode ends, with Yamcha stepping out into the middle of the, the tongue bridge, which is a phrase I had to say. <laughs> Who's he going to fight? Uh, it could be anyone. The architect of this place. <laughs> oh, well, no. you know, you know what they say, every toilet needs some toilet paper. <laughs> That is what they say. They do say it. Any uh, final thoughts on episode 71? Nope. <laughs> I, Me? Fucking neither. I would like to have fewer thoughts about it. Me too. Let's let's go. Let's return to the toilet, which is a better place to be. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Out of the bucket and into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. Out of the bucket and into the bowl. <laughs> oh, rough one. Episode 72 is Goku's turn. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to Goku Steps Up, The Devil's Toilet. The episode begins with some establishing shots of said Devil's Toilet, revealing details that I had not noticed anywhere uh, before. Uh, the ogre statues are each sitting on a potty, and there is also a large stone roll of toilet paper on the nearby wall. <laughs> Very funny. Um, the, Baba tosses... Oh, go ahead. The shared roll, I also don't like. <laughs> you don't like the communal roll? I don't. I wish, I wish they at least had their own. One square for you, one square <laughs> for me, that way we live in harmony. <laughs> Sir, that is not enough. <laughs> okay. Um, Baba tosses a raw steak into the toilet and it dissolves immediately in the toxic sludge. Baba, why um, do you have this? 
That's a because great... I refused to pay proper plumbing contractors and decided <laughs> to make it my gimmick. It's hard to get question. plumbing out here. Is there a, a user? <laughs> the devil. <laughs> it's his toilet. <laughs> it's in the name. Uh, she says, one drop of that stuff on your skin and you are dead. Wow. Uh, yeah. Bulma comments that Baba is very rude and she can see the family <laughs> resemblance. Yeah, that's the problem here. Yeah. Um, Baba starts doing some jutsu hand poses and chanting, uh, rise again and be restored once more, like 35 times while, while eerie smoke shows up. It started to get, like, meditative. A little bit. I was feeling, yeah, kind of, you know. I was getting in the zone. Feeling it, yeah. I was ready to rise again. <laughs> that's that's what my alarm should say when I wake up, is rise again and be restored once more. Yeah. Turn, that into like an, turn that into like an affirmation calendar. Rise again and be restored once more. God, I want, In like... the name of Big Butter Jesus. <laughs> I want like a girl boss calendar, but it's all Baba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean a girl babas? Yes. Gaslight, <laughs> <laughs> gatekeep, ghoulish. Uh, eerie smoke emanates from the opposing ogre statue's mouth and it eventually dissipates. Revealing a sarcophagus. Well, kind of a sarcophagus. It's a Christian-style coffin with a sarcophagus facade on top. It even has, like, a hinge on it. Goku, in the dub, thinks that coffin means that the opponent has a cold. I mean, he could have had one. It's possible. Back before antibiotics. That'll get you there. Yeah. Oh, that'll get you. Right, right. That'll get you put right in the coffin. Um, the coffin creaks open, revealing a buff-bandaged mummy. Um, his eyes light up as he rises, chuckling. Um, his name is Bandages. Or in Japanese, his name is Mummy-kun. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's cute. It's so good. Um, Yamcha gives us uh, the stupidest fucking line in the show. Oh. Uh, where he says, <laughs> Whatever! Anyone ever tell you your mummy dresses you funny? Complete with a, f- a twinkle from his teeth. <laughs> um, he thought he was Out cooking. of nowhere. He was, he thought he was, he was, he was burning up on fire. Listen, they can't all be winners. They cannot. <laughs> Baba begins the fight and the two get ready. Yamcha thinks that bandages might be strong, but maybe it's at the cost of speed, given his big, bulky stature. Uh, Roshi reveals to the Greek chorus that anyone who has ever faced Baba before, uh, nobody has ever made it past the mummy. Uh, Yamcha rushes in, but bandages jumps over him, pelting him with punches and kicks. Yamcha tries to dodge, but he takes a chop to the face and goes tottering over the edge. (gasps) 
He hangs onto the stone bridge for dear life while bandages looms over and gets her to step on his fingies. This mummy is fast. This isn't no shambling corpse. Nor. This is just a, a dude with a lot of bandages. <laughs> I a, don't think just he's a even guy. a mummy. Cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> At the last second, Bandages pulls his foot away, wanting uh, wanting a longer fight from Yamcha. Uh-oh. Mm. I mean, this isn't even, like, the fifth wor- worst thing that's happened to Yamcha in this series. <laughs> oh, that was more an uh-oh for the mummy. Like, that's a classic bad guy blunder. Oh, yeah. Being like, ugh, this fight's over too easy, I'm gonna... I'm gonna it. savor it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, you're giving the good Keep guy a chance it. to power up or get inspired or I don't know, whatever. <sighs> good guy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it is the good guys do. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> it's lame. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> After commercial, Yamcha climbs back onto the bridge and gets ready for a wolf fang fist. Aroo! So nice. Yamcha charges so nice in with a flurry of blows. <laughs> Good to have you back, Yamch. <laughs> Bandages dodges every single blow from the Wolf Fang Fist before sweeping the leg. Uh, Bandages follows up this sweep kick by jumping up high and dropping an atomic knee onto his chest. Oof. Ah. Similar to the Destructo Disc later, um, does the Wolf Fang Fist ever actually work? Have we seen oh. it work? It didn't, works once on Goku. Against, um, against Invisible Man? Did yeah, he do it then, too? Thank you. Yeah, he did, did a Wolf Fang Fist. That would make sense. He also did a Wolf Fang Fist in the Tenkaichi Budokai against an actual wolf and won. That's Ooh. true. <laughs> Fight wolf with wolf. Mm-hmm. Bandages looms over Yamcha, but Yamcha surprises him with a sweet kick from the ground, sending the mummy toppling over the side. But just when all seems one, bandages launches his bandages out to grapple the bridge and swing back up onto it. Eddie loves it. Now, when you're making, like, when you're writing stats for a monster in Dungeons and Dragons, Uh and you're making a mummy, like, you have to have a move that involves the bandages, right? Mm -hmm. Even though those are those are effectively like his clothes like what's he gonna do is he just gonna wrap those back up or imagine if they just punched <laughs> how boring would that be I mean you'd at least have Sometimes to have like they a warm up period where he like unwinds the bandage to the appropriate length from his arm or whatever right unless he's just got like a spare roll tucked away somewhere right <laughs> for emergencies Maybe he has... I'm trying to think. I'm thinking about, like, the Mummy movie. Maybe he has, like, swarms of scarab powers or something. <laughs> no thanks. I could see something yeah, like that. I hated that part. Maybe he's a mummified Spider-Man. And he, those are just <laughs> web powers. Oh, he's just his web slingers. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> uh, we cut to outside Baba's palace, where a gang of martial arts toughs wait outside and are growing ever impatient. One of them is a big guy with a braided ponytail who continually takes swigs from his gourd of liquor. Okay, we get it. You're cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Like, like you know the guy who just like punctuates everything by just taking a drag of his, I don't know, beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the rumbling inside the palace strikes fear in everyone's hearts. Uh, however, when they quickly find excuses to leave this situation immediately. Uh, we don't and... actually need our fortune told. Uh, I remembered where I left my heirloom. <laughs> I left the oven on. I gotta go. Mm -hmm. I left my hair in the oven. I left my coffee uh, and... pot unlocked. Oh no. Aw, oh, beans. Um, and the yokai ghost wishes them well. Uh, back inside, the battle rages on as Yamcha is subjected to the merciless pummeling by Mummy Kun. Mummy Kun. Uh, Upa wants to help in any way he can and gets out an axe. <laughs> Upa, but where are you rules. keeping that? <laughs> no rules, just right. But Roshi stops him, saying that no one can interfere, because this is Dragon Ball. Why? There isn't a rule. Yeah, yeah. But, but Yamcha needs to do this for his pride. Honor his bravery, Tyler. There, there is no honor in the devil's toilet. <laughs> this is not a place of honor. <laughs> um, what we have done here, we are ashamed of. This is a warning. It's the same sign I have printed on my bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> it's to ward visitors. It's a stern warning to visitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Upa is upset because Yamcha is out there for him and his father, but Roshi corrects him. Yamcha's out there for him. He's there to get better. He's in it. He's in it for Yamcha. Yamcha doesn't know you, kid. <laughs> yeah, he is trying to get XP. Yamcha, covered in bruises, starts to get dizzy and stumbles forward. Bandages grapples Yamcha and gets him in a backbreaker hold. The stretching bridge technique. I put in my notes that this is probably very agonizing, but like maybe for a, like a split second it probably feels really good. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is um, it at the beginning or the end? Probably the beginning. Yeah, at first Just it's like for a, a bit. Ooh, cratch my back. Oh no, oh too much. Oh, oh no, 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 keep, no, no, no. Oh, it's oh, still no, going. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I no longer have a back. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Yamcha refuses to surrender as he howls in agony. Uh, Puar leaps into the ring, taking the form of a bird and pecking at the mummy's head. The bandages swats her to the ground. <gasps> no. Which makes Yamcha very mad. Yeah. Um. Yamcha limps forward, walking straight into a command grab. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's time for a, a heavenly Potemkin buster. <laughs> Bandages asks Yamcha if he surrenders, to which he responds with a kick to the face, which does nothing. The mummy hurls Yamcha over the edge, and it is only with a last-minute power pull extend <sighs> that he is spared a bubbling demise match ends, and Yamcha, while spared, has been defeated. But who's the, surprised, really? I mean, it's, yeah. He only had that one win in him. The gang huddled to figure out what to do next. Uh, Goku wants to fight, but Upa wants him to quit. He doesn't want anyone else getting hurt on his behalf. With some parting words from his friends, Goku leaps onto the stone bridge, ready to start. 
Bandages laughs, unimpressed. And Roshi doubts that anyone could beat the mummy. But perhaps, with Goku's newest increase in power, it could be possible. And that is where our episodes end this week, dear children. He with did Baba just be- fight a whole ass army alone. He might he be okay. He did just solo an army. But none of them <laughs> yeah. were mummies. None of them were mummies. One of them no. was a Frankenstein. Didn't even really have to fight that one, though. Yeah. No, that was just friendship. Yeah, and he, and he was more of a of a android than a undead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts on uh, episode 72 or any of the episodes this week? This is a weird show now. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about now, but it's definitely <laughs> a weird show. I feel like it got weirder. You think so? Yeah. It feels that it way to me. Some, I feel like it has a couple different weirds that it cycles between. Mm, yeah. Oh, right. Like a, like a roster of fighters. <laughs> Choose your weirdo. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, <laughs> kids. Uh-huh. I, uh, I, I wrote a horoscope for this originally uh, mm-hmm. when I... When I when I took my original notes a couple weeks ago, um, uh-huh. we had some scheduling stuff, so you know I just held on to that bit. And then I went to the horoscope section today, oh. mm-hmm. and um, so, <laughs> so welcome what do we to think? so uh, well, this is a four star reading for see through. Okay, uh, November eleventh, uh, nineteen eighty six was his manga debut date. Making him a Scorpio. So this is the new horoscope from today that I just looked at while we were talking just now. Oh my gosh. Fate. See through. This is your reading. You will be most... (laughs) You will most likely be hungry for attention today. Oh Mm. oh no! You will look at others who are on center stage and adjust your appearance or attitude in order to be more like them. Be careful of getting obsessed with attention. The key is to be yourself and to be happy, regardless of who's watching. A flower unseen blooms just as beautifully and smells (laughs) just as sweet. Oh Oh my. Oh wow. Good advice. It's good advice for see-through. A flower that smells like tomato soup. (laughs) (laughs) It smells like a delicious combination of of meat, tomato, watercress, carrots, and fine dining. Is fine dining a vegetable? (laughs) Um, it can be. Okay. It is when you're desperate. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for um, joining us this, this fortnight for, um, for destructive discourse, we appreciate everyone tuning in and and watching us as we descend further and further into the bucket. Um, and I can't tune... believe how many episodes of this show there are. <laughs> same, 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 same. Um, and uh, tune in next week for when we meet Devil Man. Devil Man. I in hope... the toilet. I hope he cries. <laughs> <laughs> like a little like baby. Like a baby. <laughs> uh, until then, my humble Nakama, uh, Gordy. What? Uh, do you, whereabouts on the internet can we, you know, get a hold of you if we wanted to? 
Um, a great question. You yeah, do you, are, are you t- on Twitter even anymore? Ugh, I try not to be. That's for the best. Okay, that's a that's, choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fantastic that's, choice. That's becoming a, a, a sometimes food. It's a, it's a devil's <laughs> toilet um, in its own regard. Uh, yes. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah, you can find um, some tabletop games that I make at gmurphy.itch.io. There nice. You go. Melissa, how about you? Uh, you know, um, sometimes I do things, uh, lately I haven't, but, Same. you know, maybe, uh, sometimes, sometime I will update my various socials, which are username Kristaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, and in the meantime, you can go to Super Golden Kara on Instagram, and look at my dogs, because they're so cute. <laughs> they are! So cute! They're and so Marvel cute. Saves me from a cockroach. <gasps> so That's true. Brave, so strong. Powerful heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo, how about you? Uh, I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, uh, after you go visit uh, the former <laughs> site of Big Butter Jesus, uh, you can <laughs> uh, come to the black. Swing on by. Box, come to the Black Box Improv Theater. Uh, we have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I'm there every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And Tyler, uh, you can listen to our sister podcast, Piecemeal, where uh, most of us uh, are reading through the famously ongoing manga One Piece until we catch up to present, which we are rapidly approaching. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So scared. So close. Uh, so and, excited. I'm so scared. And Gordy and I also still do what the folklore with our friend Carmen, where we uh, MST three K our way through fairy tales. Hell yeah! Very funny. You can find me at uh, Twitch.tv/jcams, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S, where I stream video games and art um, when I have the time, which hasn't been lately, but it might be soon. <laughs> Um, but, you know, if you hit the follow bell, then you'll just get a little notification whenever I'm live. Won't that be fun? Um, and in the meantime, you can just go to JCAVs for any and all socials, you know, Twitter, Insta, all that. I don't really update them that much, but, you know, you can follow them. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do, except I am going to make you leave a rating and review for this podcast on your podcast service of choice, please. Um, and specifically, uh, we would like a four-star rating. Thank you so much for the Gohan Ball. Give it to the Grandpa. Give us the Gohan. Give us, give it, give us the Grandpa and save us from this horrible toilet. Um, and I said my end things out of order, but I'm going to say them in the right <laughs> order now. You can email us at destructo under... Nope, that's the Twitter. You can email us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. I'm sorry, I'm very sleepy. And you can tweet at us at destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. Um, at the pinned tweet at the top of our Twitter page, you can go uh, find a link to our Discord, the Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord, where you can hang out with all of us and share your favorite Dragon Ball memes. Oh, how I do cherish them. Mm-hmm. This has been Destructo Discourse, and we've got some training to do. And this podcast was not sponsored by Butter Jesus.
Time to give you a lesson in physics. Close your mouse, watch the fight, and visit your library. <laughs>